Jazz Thought Corner presents Conversations with Ja. Intimate conversations of all the things. A laid back conversation with the old people. Just talk and it's true it's form. These are the kind of conversations I have with my peoples on a daily. Enjoy. I encourage you to have the same types of conversations with the dope people in your lives. Love, light, and all the things. Peace. Miss Tabby Luna. Hello. It is a pleasure to speak to you again. I think you're incredible. And right now, can you say what you just said right now? How can we, what was it about the um, inner child? How can we discover the world? If oh, you don't yeah. Know? How can you discover the world if you're not doing weird shit, right? Like you have no sense of um, what's normal if mm-hmm. you're new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were earlier, like before we started, um, you know, because you're very professional and you pre-brief and debrief, <laughs> whereas I'm just like, let's go for it. <laughs> and whatever I say will be. That too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No, and then I'm in my head overthinking because then I'm like, everything I said didn't happen. We just went on a rant. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. I like it, though. It's it's real professional type behavior. I'm into it because I think there's this rebelliousness within me that kind of, to my detriment, refuses to pursue my creative endeavors with an air of professionalism. Really? Yeah. I, I, I think you're so professional. I think it's the Capricorn rising. I'm good at looking professional. <laughs> okay. And then inside you're like, what? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, uh, it's sorry to jump right in like this, but something that I've been thinking about a lot um, is my difficulty with authority and how that relates to trying to be your own boss. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny because I find Ooh. myself wanting to rebel against my own systems that I implement and and making excuses to myself. And I'm like, girl, what is happening? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing to yourself? Why yeah, are you like this? that makes sense, though. That makes a lot of sense. In theory, it does. In practice, it's it, uh, that's it. That's all I can say. <laughs> you see, now I'm looking at my life like, well, <laughs> well. I do try to tell myself what to do. And then I say, don't tell me what to do. You know, nice, nice and stubborn. Like, but if it's like a meeting with someone else, I will usually do it despite how I'm feeling. If I'm feeling bad, I'll do it. Uh, um, Yesterday was probably the first time that I did a reschedule with you. And I felt Mm -hmm. like, okay about it. Usually I would have been like, you know what? Uh, Give me 10 minutes and I'll take a shower and, and, and we'll do it. And it, it's this pattern of like putting others ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. And it's been such a deep um, theme for me lately. Something that I've been exploring heavily uh, with the people that I kind of talk to about this stuff. And yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. Yeah. Um, so what inspired this conversation was yesterday right? We have the new moon solar eclipse in Scorpio. Yes. And like, before we get into like, you know, our knowledge of astrology and all the Mm -hmm. goodness, right? Um, 
<laughs> we mentioned in our conversation is that we are the astrologers amongst our group of friends. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't mean that we're professional <laughs> and that we know all the things <laughs> and the degrees and the this and the that. We don't know all those things, right? So we definitely can recommend some people that you can go to that are going to be with the exactness of oh, yeah. the houses and the planets and all the things, right? But this is who we are amongst our friends, right? Definitely. Which has definitely... um inspired us to learn a bit more um, and uh, not just, you know, be stuck on the, this is how this sign is, period, right? Mm -hmm. And that is, right? So um, what's very interesting, right, is that now this solar eclipse, new moon solar eclipse, so it's a new moon and a solar eclipse in Scorpio, Mm -hmm. which is your wonderful sign. Right. That is my sun sign. Yes, it is. <laughs> yep. So that's your sun <laughs> sign. And then we are ending. Um, I need to figure out that date. Uh, our, it's going to be a, so that's, it's eclipse season, right? Because then now the full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus, mm. which is my sun sign. Right. And we're at that. We're across from each other. And there is a lot that we can learn from each other. Right. Yeah. Um which is very interesting that this has happened. Now we're having this conversation. So we're like, you know, low key again, the representatives of the signs, right? Of this side to be able to talk. And it's great because it's going to be based on our experience um, being born into this sign and um, how it relates to this energy that is going on right now, right? Um, I always say Scorpio is very deep waters, right? Um, yeah. That, you know, can get very, once you get deep, it gets darker and it's shadow, shadow work, all that kind of stuff. Mm. If you choose to, right? Um, because there's always uh, the duality of it is that you can be deep in the waters and stay there, or go deep to get the information you need and come back up as needed, right? So, yeah. um, or you can drown yourself. Yeah, yeah, because it could be too much of anything, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. is not good, right? But um, for those that do not know, right, um, what a so eclipses, right, are harbingers of change. They usher in evolution, mm-hmm. uh, especially during a lunar eclipse. The shadow of the Earth falls across the face of the Moon, bringing unconscious feelings to the surface, grounding them in reality, right? And mm-hmm. I love that because bringing unconscious feelings is how we started this conversation yesterday, right? What was coming up under Scorpio, which is, you know, kind of the dark, usually what's in the subconscious that we're not really sure what it is, where did that come from? We don't know when I was three, right? We don't know where it's coming from, but we gotta go deep in the waters to figure out what that is. Um, Grounding them into reality. Right. Grounding as Taurus earth sign right to the reality. It's the physical. Right. So it's like, what do we have to get deep in the waters to then be able to like spring up and into the physical manifest the things that we are that, you know, with the next step into our reality. Right. Yeah. Um, I also think there's a little bit of um, kind of perspective shifting. Right. I don't know. So, you know, when you go underwater and you open your eyes, the magnitude of things is a little different from when Mm -hmm. you come back to Earth, right? There's Mm -hmm. a little bit of distortion under the water. And I, you know, literally and figuratively, I feel like once emotions come to the surface and you give them life with words and actions, you kind of see the feelings a little differently because you 
are framing it instead of just existing in the feeling of it, right? Because, yeah, you know, when I think of water, I also think of sound waves, right? And like ripples. And mm-hmm. sometimes those feelings, which stem from something insignificant, like you were saying earlier that, you know, uh, one little phrase could stick with a kid forever. And you might not even remember you said it. Yeah. You know, one passing comment, right? And so it creates this tiny ripple that continues to grow in magnitude inside the waters of our body, inside our spirit, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, until we're able to look at it with those new eyes, it really can just become this monstrous thing or this elusive thing of like, well, why do I act like this? I don't know. That's just the way I am. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I, I don't hate anything, but I can say that I really hate when people say that. Because what, what, yeah, because it's kind of like, it's like a period and nothing is going to happen because that's exactly what it is and it Mm -hmm. will not change. And it's like, really? So like, there's like an implied deal with it at the end. (laughs) Who cares? Yeah. What you have to say or how it makes you feel or anything like that. Um, So another thing that I wanted to say is that now also that this happened during a new moon, Mm -hmm. right? Um, a supercharged, right? So now it's charging the new moon, right? Um, And it carries all of the energy and potential of a new moon while allowing us to step away from the frequencies that inhibit the manifestation of our highest intentions. Mm. Um, So, and I know that there's there's different opinions, right? Because I always say, you know, do whatever works for you, right? Um, But usually during eclipses, what I follow and what I hear from the people that I kind of, you know, that I, I look up to is that during, like, we're going to get into the surrender, Miss Tabby, right? (laughs) That during this time, now you're there, you're like, what is this? All these sounds and waves and feelings and it's dark and what do I do? Shh, be still. Yeah. Right. So it's what the surrender is, right? Um, I think it's really the hardest part. Yeah, um, that's what, um, and also, uh, you know, like yesterday when we were talking, it was like, I sent you, I, I sent you something that had to do with like, you know, learn, uh, growing is not linear. And it was a really creative, like the man jumping back and forth on the uh, ladder with like a trampoline or some, some sort. And it was just oh, like, oh, emotion. And it's like, girl, I'm already crying. And it's like, oh my God. So you feel these things and yes, they are yours, but then also you would be surprised that once you do open yourself up to share this deep feeling that you are feeling at that time, Mm -hmm. it's not just you. Most of the time, it's not just you. There's always someone that can relate and say, yes, me too, I'm going through this thing. And then there's, it alleviates the heaviness and the pressure of that because we're going through this together, which is, what is happening right now, some more intense than others, right? It depends on how um, how much you're not surrendering, how rigid you are, <laughs> you know, if you're yeah. down there trying to kick and scream, saying, oh my God, the darkness, whatever it is, um, it makes it a little bit more uh, heavy, right? Um, but the goal is that you would want to come out of this with the answers to figure out what the next step is. Definitely. And, you know, um, so the, I'll just read something that I found. So okay. we were talking a little bit about the eclipse being in the sign of Scorpio and it's to the, it's at the second degree. 
So um, I'm one of those people that I don't, <laughs> I hardly ever study the beginner um, lessons. Like I'm not, a, I jump straight to 201 kind of a thing. Yeah. So <laughs> I know a little bit about the degrees and there are, um, there were alchemists in Mesopotamia that divided the sky into the 360 degrees of the Zodiac, right? And so for each degree of each sign, there is kind of a phrase called a Sabian symbol. And there are different kinds of them um, or different types of them and different styles and languages. But I did find the, the Sabian symbol associated with Scorpio second degree. And I think it's really interesting. Uh, it is the pull of the past is underlined by poignant emotions of what has passed away and is therefore no longer alive except as a memory. Sharing nostalgic memories binds us into community. Mm. And it's like literally what you just said of sharing what we're feeling and experiencing to connect with others. And one of the things that I've been noticing in the past few months is how weird time has felt. I have been rewatching shows from my past, specifically Scrubs, and I'm noticing that it just feels different. Like, almost like a different plot points than I remember. And mm -hmm. it's just a strange nostalgia. Like the things I remember seem a little off. Right. And it's this weird, like, is it because I'm different or is it because I'm in a different, you know, dimension, <sighs> timeline, whatever, like, and a lot of people are saying they feel the same thing. Like things I remember being a certain way like you know when you taste the food that you used to have as a kid and it tastes really different yeah well because shazam because simbad did make a movie called shazam okay he did <laughs> i watched it you know what i mean my like, husband I says the same thing i watched it i remember you know i had like i watched it don't tell me that i wrote a paper in like I think third grade about Nelson Mandela because he was dead. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I remember in the library going, oh, my God, this is so sad. Like, it was one of my first papers. Like, it was, it's the truth. What are you talking about? What are you, yeah. what are you saying to me? Right? Um, so I definitely do, right? And then this is the thing. When you talk about these things, people are like, huh, what? Right? Because it's very what people will consider woo-woo, but not mm -hmm. to me. Because we're in another timeline is what's happening 100%. Right now. Like, absolutely. And you can, whatever, and continue to live through life. Like, everything is the way it was. You, you, you know you feel something. You know you feel something. But maybe You not. have to. Right? Like, how many people you were saying before about recognizing, recognizing patterns, especially when, like, breaking generational curses, it takes an awareness that not everybody, yeah. everyone's capable of it, I believe. But I think that it's something that people, it's a choice. Yeah. You choose to be aware or you choose not to. And you choose have, to fall how have victim. you exercised that muscle in your life, right? The awareness to, muscle? Yeah. yeah, the awareness muscle. If you never have, then of course, you know, girl. <laughs> you know, it started young and it started from survival. And a lot of people I think would relate to this. I had to be hyper aware of my surroundings because if I didn't, it there was potential danger. Yeah. You know? So like I had to, I, I knew things like, the sound of my mom's footsteps when she was happy and when she was not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Things like that. So being aware of everything around me and more so being aware of the patterns around me, the patterns of the people around me before I was able to, 
you know, realize that within myself and look at my own patterns. I think that kind of started as a teen when I became more, um, when I really had this feeling of feeling out of place really solidified itself when I was, and Mm -hmm. I always wondered why, why, why do I have the same interests as these people? But for some reason I can feel their dismissal of me, like, or I could bring something up that everyone turns out loving in a week, but I'm never mentioned as a part of that. I have it to my face. How about we do A, B, and C? Silence yeah. for a couple seconds and say, hey, you know what I was thinking? Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> we Am should I do like A, B, and C. And I'm like, but that's what I just said to yep. you. And it's kind of like, and then like blank stare. And it happens all the time. It's so annoying. And I have a big, loud mouth. I know you heard me. <laughs> We're standing right across from each other. Right? So it's not like you being in the other. It happens all the time. And... I wish I would have handled it that way. I just internalized it. And then that became me seeking like, well, what am I doing wrong? What am I saying wrong? And then that's where that Capricorn rising for me comes in too, right? So I had to learn what everybody else wanted and liked so that I could become that. Hmm. For survival, for opportunity, for, I don't know, the fulfillment of the life that people wanted me to have, right? Like I always call school playing the game of school. I knew what each teacher wanted. And so I did well in school because I gave them what they wanted. Not because I learned anything. Yeah. I'm very good at, um, I have photographic memory. Cool. So I was very, um, all I had to do was take good notes. And as long as I took good notes, obviously I'm very aware of the notes that I'm taking. And then I would just skim them right before the test. And when I didn't know the answer, I would just close my eyes and like go through my notes. And um, I didn't even know that I would do that. Like I've I've realized this now that I'm older. Hey, Mm. I remember, you know why? Because sometimes my son is sitting there when he's doing work. And you know what he does, the freedom that he has and how he doesn't care if he's being judged or not. He literally closes his eyes and you can see his like eyebrow, his eyelashes, like he's like rolling through like a Rolodex of information to get the answer. Right. And I would, you know, like, you know, um, their dad or like my mom or something will be like, what are you doing? Open your eyes. And I'm like, no, he's going through his notes. I know what he's doing. I just didn't even have, I didn't have the courage to close my eyes. Wow. Didn't have the courage to close my eyes. That's so So I had to like pretend there and be there and like kind of like disassociate while I'm looking at my nose. Which is another skill. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And my, um, I think that I didn't exercise that muscle. Right. But um, my face Looked dark, like you know the hard face. Mm. It's not a bitch face. It's the like gangster face, right? <laughs> like that face that, that you face. learn to have. Like yeah, when I look like this, nobody messes with me, mm-hmm. right? So I never had anyone mess with me. So I could disassociate and come back and be like A plus, right? Because no one was gonna say, "Oh my god, what are you doing?" Right? Because I that face, it ugh, don't even look that way, right? Um which I always hated when it would be like, why don't you smile? And I won't Ugh. say who would say that, but you know, I think anyone can <laughs> fill in the blank here. Right. Um, and it's like, whatever, like, how dare you even get close, even with this face? How dare you? Right. Um, so yeah, it's, um, 
it's very interesting and how it's good to be able to see <laughs> and have exercised that muscle but yeah. it's also a bit heavy right and i think that you still need to go into the deep waters to figure out what that is mm -hmm. and what it means and how it helps and how it uh, impedes you from, you know, certain things because too much of anything is not good. Right. Um, yeah. Being aware is a good thing, but we don't want to be that, that aware because sometimes that can, you know, it can be a bit much, which I know that we, we struggle with that. <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely relate to this and I'm always ebbing and flowing between you know, what I, what I put my attention on is what comes to be. And, and, you know, let me take a more flowery approach and then something happens and I'm like, no, we need yeah. to discuss this. And, um, I always think that it's because of a greater, a greater goal for me to, I really want to see people be more aware mm -hmm. more than anything. Like the specifics don't really matter to me. If, if, um, you know, the food industry is your area of expertise. Become aware of what's actually happening there. Not just, mm -hmm. you know, like, because some, everyone has their causes. And so I don't want to dictate what people's causes are. You know, you, you are drawn to what you're drawn to and you'll learn from that, whatever you're meant to learn. Just like this process of awakening, right? In 2020, everyone said there's going to be a mass awakening. And for people, that was a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. For some people, it was the medical industry. For some people, it was political corruption. For yeah. some people, it was how, you know, uh, big food, you know, like um, factory farms were being mismanaged, things like that. And we're seeing all the ways that things are amiss and that things are being hidden from us. Yeah. And, you know, at so this point, most of it, but what, what yeah. makes you tick or what moves you or made you change or improve or evolve or, you know, whatever, whatever word applies, what it, it was multiple things so that we could hit everybody, exactly. every, you know, everyone could feel a certain type of way, um, to hopefully, <laughs> you know, uh, grow into their highest and best self, right? Yeah. I think that's where some people lose it too, where they don't want to be self-aware because they think for what? Aware for what? Yeah. You know, what, do, what am I well, going to do with this? And how do you know what you want if no one's ever asked you what you want? Yeah. And then you learn to not know what you want. And like, you know, the cycles, right? So uh, I think it's a great segue to jump into... Um, as you surrender and hopefully become aware and see things different, um, now we're now we're kind of going into the realm of like the work, right? Mm -hmm. Which is what I would connect to like from now until November the from yesterday to November the eighth, which is the full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus. Now, mm -hmm. what are the patterns? Right? Because you have to have being aware. You can still see patterns if you're not fully aware, right? But there's always patterns. There's many patterns that we can see. So what are the patterns? Not of others, right? Mm -hmm. um, I firmly believe that we're all mirrors. So even when we are criticizing or judging or observing or even saying the truth about someone's patterns, there's always something that you can relate to there, right? Something that applies to your L. 
what are you learning here that isn't really about that person, but really like about you? Right. Yeah. I like um, that approach. Yeah. Well, even if it's like, I love you so much. I want the best for you. Can't you understand that these are the things that you need to fix in your life? Don't you see it? You deserve. And maybe that's something that you need to see in yourself. Yeah. Maybe the lesson is that you should probably not love anybody that hard where you're like suffering on their behalf. Mm. Or like accepting that someone may be walking their journey and that your job is to just, as long as it's not affecting you in that way, to support and love them and, you know, walk your journey, maybe just to be able to inspire and motivate them. Yeah, I think a lot of it is also about control, right? Like, we think we know people, you know, but there's no way that I could ever understand your internal world the way that you do, no matter how many words you tell me, right? Because words are representations of things. They are not the things themselves. So I could say tree and you might picture a maple and I might picture an oak, but there's no way of me knowing that. I am so glad we're having this conversation. <laughs> the, you know what I mean, right? So like we, we want to control. So do we actually want to control the person by saying we know what's best for you? Or do we want to control the perception of that person? and why and this is where these illusions come in these watery illusions the relationships we in have, the dark <laughs> yes in the dark exactly <laughs> exactly so what are we really seeing here yeah well yeah and, and what are we seeing in them that it that exists within us because that's why we get triggered when someone does something that we don't like that's one of the hardest things to accept because so like difficult. but that's stupid yeah. And that's wrong. You know, whatever the case may be, it's like, yeah, but there's still like a lesson in there for you though. You don't know that. Yeah. Like, because everybody can't be stupid. Because <laughs> <laughs> not everybody. <laughs> and we feel that way sometimes, but like, you know, people that really like walk with this as like, you know, um, this is the way I am, mm -hmm. you know? So I'll tell you, like it is or you know whatever it may be right i always say look one of my favorite quotes is truth without tact is cruelty right mm. so i get it and you can still be a little you know have your 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 swag and how you say things and everything but sometimes you have to be careful with how you say things to people Definitely. but also have the courage to say things to people and know that even if you say things that you feel in your heart is necessary to say, that person control still has the option to be okay with it or not. Yeah. To continue to be cool with you or not, or, you know, take the lesson and then they realize that you're the mayor. So they're really looking at you and it's like, Oh my God, it's really me to you. Not you to me. Oh my God. And so many things, what are the results from that? Right. Sometimes it's not um, togetherness. Yeah, exactly. And do or, you have the courage to still say the thing? Yeah. And are you, it, is the thing you're wanting this person to do for them, for their highest good, or for the good that still allows you to be in their life? Right? Because you know those people who want you to do well, but not too well. Because mm -hmm. I don't want you to leave. 
And then that really has to do with your own self-worth. Shut right? up. This, I was talking about this today. What about when, when it's that same and it's like a parent? Yeah. That's, ex- I mean, that's exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a parent or like a brother or sister. Right. Yeah. So how, how do we feel? Do we go, I can't believe that they would feel that way about me or like, is that like a thing if you haven't really done or a thing that you have to check often? Because I don't think that like work is never done. No, it's not like you're going to be like, yeah, you know what? I have that tendency. And because I realize that I have it now, I will never do it again. No, now you're aware of it and you got to keep checking yourself. Yeah. So now next time it happens, <laughs> you can stop yourself a little earlier. Yeah. Trust me, I wish that it was like check check marks. And that's how it is in my mind. When I first started this healing journey, I was like, you know, ego checked, figured it out. No, (laughs) just within this context. Right. And just like how, you know, we say a lot of people in these circles uh, agree to the point that everything is fractal. Mm -hmm. Right. So the next tier of this lesson, it's going to feel so familiar. It's going to be nostalgic, but it's going to be a little different. Right. So the world feels this way, too. So what are we collectively learning again in a deeper, you know, higher level way? Right. Like if you if you're playing Super Mario and your first boss in the first world, uh, you know, you you beat them. That doesn't mean there's no more bosses. They're just going to get harder. But you're still using the same tactics and you're and you're tightening up those skills. Yeah. Because now you can see it coming. Yeah. And it's a realization of that too. It's not, you didn't do a thing and that's it. It it will keep coming up and you just have to be ready, you Mm -hmm. know? So yeah. Hmm. It's, it's so interesting too, because this theme of control and stuff is very fixed and this Scorpio Taurus axis is, Oh, we haven't mentioned fixed. Oh, we haven't mentioned fixed. <laughs> Maybe it's triggering for both. Oh, of look at me. I'm like, oh God, fixed. Oh, oh gosh. We believe it is absolute. Yeah. Yeah. Fixed it's water, fixed earth, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's um there is this stubbornness attached to it. And although that stubbornness in, you know, a, a more positive light, perspective wise, can mean loyalty, can mean, you know ride or die kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like the, if I love you, I will do what I need to for you. Yeah. You know? And I'm really like, good at that. Like yeah. I'll protect the shit out of my people. Exactly. And then like when it comes to me, I'm like, I hate that I have to do this. Right. Yeah. And like, it doesn't mean I'm not a punk at all. Right. But like, I don't like confrontation. Same. Like because we're not going like, to talk about this it? because the fixed nature in me is like I thought about this for a long time and it's probably happened more than once Mm. and I kind of dismissed it so like right now that I'm putting my foot down is because that's the absolute (laughs) and there's nothing that you can say that is going to prove me otherwise and most of the time I'm right that's the crazy part most of the time I'm right I may not be but like you just sound like you're defending rather than really like proving points mm. you know and there's a difference between that because you can still have something to say and everything is like defense defense or now you're throwing stuff about me back to me what does that have to do with what we're talking about all these kind of things right rather than like is it right or is it wrong and that's a Taurus. i know it's so Taurusy, right is it is it right or is it wrong 
And if there's space to talk about the the middle, I'm so open for that. But mm-hmm. like you sound like you're being defensive. This is not a conversation. Mm. And it's yeah, it I just I hate it. I hate it. But I just did it maybe about a week and a half ago with a friend. Um and you know, all the love to her because she's uh water sign as well (laughs) she is willing to be in those uncomfortable waters uh to have the conversations you know with someone that is stubborn and doesn't like to have them because there's also an extreme to that too of like but you can't just say fuck it to everything though yeah that's true and what comes of it when you know because i can be kind of like that and this is definitely one of the things i'm learning is even though I have all of these water placements and I feel emotions very deeply, that doesn't mean I feel them uh, as soon as they come up because mm-hmm. I have all of this Capricorn that is like business first. No. We'll deal with this later. <laughs> Not important. Man yeah. up. Like enough is enough. But then what that leads to is this pattern of me intellectualizing all my feelings and describing mm. them with flowery language but my body is vacant, you know? And I actually, yesterday at the eclipse, we were supposed to record yesterday for everyone to know, but I was super tired. And so I uh, asked to reschedule and you graciously obliged. But literally right after that, my husband and I just kind of got into it about my expression and my patterns of expression. The obvious pattern being that I'm not expressing my feelings (laughs) and Mm. that I'm dancing around them and, you know, do you even know how you feel? And I, you know, that kind of hit me because I'm like, well, do I, I don't, (laughs) I don't know if I know how I feel. And just simply allowing yourself to feel, you know, and, and this is years worth of pent up feeling that I had to sit and be vulnerable with. Figure out what it is first. Hmm. Not even, I have to feel it before I can, and it just rushes like a wave, right? Mm-hmm. And we had to have this really serious conversation. And uh, and I had to look at the patterns of my communication and how mm-hmm. I have a tendency to be really closed off. And it's not because I'm thinking nothing and I'm, my, you know, my brain is empty. It's because I'm in a tornado of these feelings and thoughts all the time. And I don't want to bring them out because I don't want to burden anybody with them. And so I live in this kind of like a uh, uh, palace of emotions and thoughts and this whole other world in my mind and in my emotions. And on the outside, I am disassociating constantly. And like, yeah, like, how dare you perceive me? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I put a meme up a video from TikTok that it's just like, I'm here disassociating. And now you come and say, hi, how <laughs> dare you perceive me? Like those, I'm doing something yeah. or not right now. Come on. You know, yeah. it's very interesting. Yeah. But how long can I, can I make that work? How many not right nows can I say before yeah. enough is enough, you know, yeah. and yesterday enough was enough. And I saw so much of myself in those words and like, you know, we think we're, we think we're aware, but there's only so much we can handle. Right. So that's why we learn it in these levels and and in these small bite sized pieces, even about, you know, to to zoom out the greater world and the corruption in the world. 
if I would have, if someone would have told me 10 years ago, everything I learned today, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. Yeah. The dissonance would have been just right there waiting. Well, and I don't think that we talk often enough about when you just not fully aware, right? Mm -hmm. But like when you first get bit by a little bit of aware yeah, that you have this like, I can't, like you even feel bad about this world that you thought existed not existing mm. or like but true two truth can exist right yep. where it's just like yes I, I enjoyed it but also like that shit was some other like what what was it oh my god and still be able to bring all the good things with you and realize the truth about of at that time because yeah. it, you have to kind of go through I mean I think it's important for people to actually uh, research kind of the stages of grief and you know I think it all comes from <laughs> it all comes from there right in, in some type of way we always think of like the loss of someone but it's the loss of something you mm -hmm. grieve that too right um, a more innocent version of myself yeah, you know? yeah. a more blissful right because they say ignorance is bliss yeah, a more blissful existence. And I think, for sure, you know, that is where my ability to not feel the feelings in their intensity at all times is useful for me, because it allows me to explore these deeper elements of not only myself, but the world around me without, you know, wanting to die every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's really difficult. But you know, and, and much like all the media that we watch and, and, you know, superhero movies and anime or whatever, the thing that really gets the protagonist into their power is figuring out how their perceived weakness is a strength and in what situations it can be used as a strength, you know? And so this, this perception of good and bad behavior and good and bad ways of thinking is only relative to the situations that they're being perceived as bad. Like my ability, to it's still part of you. Yeah. Right? My ability yeah. to disassociate kept me safe as a child. That's I, there's nothing more I can say about that. It kept me safe. And yeah, maybe it's not the best thing for me to do in a work meeting, <laughs> but that's for me to figure out. I'm not going to shun my, the protective mechanism that was created for me or that I cultivated because then that's another form of self hate, right? Now I'm hating myself for keeping myself alive. Come on. I always use the movie Inside Out. Mm, so good. Um, and any time that, like, let's say Monday, right? My Monday homeschool still, still homeschooling strong. Yes. Right. I so Monday, uh, I let the kids sleep in because if they're sleeping, let them sleep. Like we're gonna get it done no matter what, right? So they got up like ten ish. Mm -hmm. started like around 11 right have your breakfast do your thing all that good stuff we started around 11 and after you slept this whole time I've been up for hours before you guys <laughs> you guys dare to sit there like you're moping around like oh god right so then now they're not really focused on the work that they're doing and my daughter's like I got a 60 and I'm like well take it again I always give them a chance to be able to take the little quiz again whatever mm -hmm. it is because we don't fail here we're gonna keep trying until we get it right <laughs> yeah um and she's like I don't know and look my daughter's a Leo 
my daughter is a Leo with Gemini moon, baby. Okay. Really? And listen, she's like, I don't know what it is about Monday that like it just I I don't like it. And I said, could you imagine how Monday feels <laughs> that all these people are like, oh, God. And I think I sang like, it's just another manic Monday. I don't even know who sings it, but I remember that it's from the 1900s. Right? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so I hate that, by the way. It sounds very Shakespearean, which I love, but like, I, I, I know the undertone when you say the 1900s, and I'm going to need you to stop right now, okay? That so, is hilarious. Um, I went and anytime that they say that they dislike something or feel a certain way, that's more kind of like in the negative side of, of, of the, their emotions. I always have them step into what that feeling or that thing or that Monday would feel like mm. to have everyone always say, Oh God, I hate Mondays. Yeah, the day of the right? Monday, huh? Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. Oh my God, it's the worst day. This or that, or however everyone feels. But like, I'm I'm the magical mom that's like, well, how does one day feel to have all these people feel yeah. this way? And all she's doing is just existing. Well, she just know, shows up when she has to, and everyone's like, we hate you. I think there's a reason for it. <laughs> Well, you know me. You, you know me and my theories. No, um, no, give it. Give it to me. Give it to me. So Monday is ruled by the moon. Monday. Moon day, right? That is, the moon is representative of our emotions, the watery place. And yet in our society, it's the, the, the day that we have to be the beginning of productivity. When our bodies are probably like, hey, maybe today we should reflect on some stuff and journal and sort through these moon emotions, these moon day things. Hmm. but society's like work 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 first day of work go do yeah thing. and like how productive and how self-care meanwhile was do you your ever weekend feel, yeah do you ever feel productive on saturdays um it's a hit or miss yeah um i think that my rebel side has rebelled against like being productive on saturdays because i'm I, because my whole life you had to wake up Saturday morning <laughs> yep. to, like clean and like you know and my mom used to do like my mom it was messed up it was messed up she used to tell me wake up it's already 9 30 get out and then I would get up and it was 7 58 oh my god <laughs> and it's like yeah so now I I don't know how I feel. We're starting off the day wrong. I hate this. And the living room, dining room, and hallway leading to the kitchen mm. was all carpet. And we didn't have a vacuum. Oh. And guess right. whose job it was? You were the sweeper? And you better do a good job. No. My mom used to tell me, <laughs> well, do it like you want to do it. And I'd be like, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Let I hate it here. Yeah. It's, uh, so I had to do a good job because if I didn't do a good job, my mom wasn't going to say, oh, God, you're useless and like rip the, the broom out of my hand and do it herself. Yeah. Now you're going to do it all over again. I'm not going to so... lie to you. My mom literally did that same exact thing to me not two months ago. Really? I had to sweep what? something and she saw me and she was like, give me that. Oh my God. You're like, what still you to this day. No, it's, yeah. I, I think it's that rebellious thing. I still, and it's something I'm definitely working through, right? Because 
cleaning is not, uh, I used to perceive it as a chore that we had to do. And now as an adult, uh, it's self-care. You know, mm-hmm, I deserve mm-hmm. to step on a clean floor. Yeah, Not- we talked about the mopping. That was yeah. uh, mopping the floor. It was great. Yeah. And my mom has always said this. She still says it. She's like, you sweep like you don't want to do it. You sweep lazy. And I'm like, whatever, ma. I, I hate sweeping. Give me another chore. I, will, mm-hmm. I love doing the laundry. I'm fine washing dishes, whatever. I hate cleaning the floor. Yeah. And uh, my mom did that to me like two months ago. And it made me laugh so much because I'm like, oh, my God, the memory I just had to this day. <laughs> but then it got me think to this day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but then it got me thinking about that pattern, right? The pattern of why do I have this disdain for cleaning? Like not not tidying up. I mean, like the cleaning day cleaning. When that day comes, I for some reason, you know, my stomach hurts. I got a headache, even though it's me. I'm mm-hmm. the one that's in charge of it. And I'm telling myself, ah, I don't feel good. I, <laughs> I had to look at the inner, like, you know, that, that past childhood pattern of why. Mm-hmm. And, and even if you figure out where that came from and everything, if it's just something that you don't like to do, it probably is going to be what it is. Right. And, yeah. and that goes into, right. And obviously, you know, we're talking about patterns. There's so many things, however, you know, the way you reach for that, the way you chew, the way you drink something, your mannerisms are all part of some pattern. Mm-hmm. The things that you think that you like, you really like because of that thing that you're unaware of from the thing. And they like that, like it, it gets deep. Like everything is so deep. Everything yeah. is so deep. Maybe not to you. But to me, it is right because I I go down all those layers of what things can mean or not. And like when you're like a poet or an artist or, you know, things like that, you've you've been able to connect to that in some type of Mm -hmm. way. You always try to look at things beyond what you see in front of you or not. Yeah, it is kind of approaching life in this poetic way, right, because when we are writing we're doing this thing where we're comparing two things that are seemingly incomparable, you know, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing with pattern recognition. So the ways that I get, you know, when I get frustrated, when I tell people like you can find the pattern, if you, for example, follow the money, that's mm-hmm. for me, that's what it always is. Follow the money. And then you see what is, you know, what is actually happening, who owes who, who owns what, and people don't see these connections like between the media, media preparing us for things in advance through movies and TV. People don't see that. Who would do that? Who would do that? Why would they do that? Who would do that? I mean, who would take the time? It's like, but the, so pattern, <laughs> let's talk about this pattern, yeah. right? The pattern that has come up for me during this Scorpio deep water mm-hmm. lunar eclipse, situ- solar eclipse situation has been being able to notice the patterns of like what is okay even when it's not okay Mm -hmm. and so of course now I'm going through the patterns and I'm like well you learn that from like the moment that you're like born into your family right because there's something about family that no matter what someone does right like even to the point of like this person could could have like violated you right trigger warning right that like but that's still so and so and like he's coming to the birthday party or she's coming to the birthday party because like we're all family right and like you don't want to not talk to someone for your 
mental health and for you to be a better person because like they're gonna die one day or you're gonna die one day and when they die then you're gonna regret that you chose yourself yeah instead of do you know so you're supposed it doesn't matter right you're supposed to that's how it is imagine uh, shoulder shrug right Mm -hmm. um and the patterns with the things that we that that are okay because two truths can exist. Yes, you can choose to deal or not to deal, but that still doesn't take away from what the truth is. And like sometimes we fail to see the truth to not have to make a decision for our best interest. Definitely. And and, and we do that with ourselves. All the time too, right? Because you know, we we tell ourselves what we think is possible based on what we believe our worth to be, right? So, but also this is projected onto us from other people in our lives, which is why I'm really a big proponent of not telling people the important things that are going on in my life until they're solid. And even still, I tell select group of people. Correct. And um, I'm going to need you to be more excited than me. Okay. Like for (laughs) real. Right. I need you. So I've told you this and now you have a responsibility to keep hyping me up. Yeah. And until I get you don't, then this is the last piece of information (laughs) that you will ever get from me. (laughs) Stop pushing. (laughs) But, you know, people see. People put a number on you and by number, I mean like a score of worth. Right. So Mm -hmm. if I were to tell a family member, for example, like, oh, I'm thinking of moving to such and such country. The first thing I'll hear is, you know how dangerous it is over there? That's going to be really difficult. Blah, 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 blah. And like, so what you're telling me is that not only do you not think I'm worthy of having this experience, you also don't think that I'm capable of handling the difficulty, right? And is that because of me or is that because of you? Is that because you don't think that you're worthy enough to be around a really worthy person. Mm-hmm. So I must not be. And so to give you the other side, mm. like I wouldn't be the person that you would say, I am going to go bungee jump out of a plane. And yeah. and it would be because of what I possibly will project. Oh my God, because now I'm, I can already feel the feeling in my stomach of what it would feel like to jump out of the plane. And I would never, oh my God. And you think of so many different things that you know that you wouldn't. So I would be like, you're crazy, girl. I would never. Mm-hmm. You're going to do that, girl, right? And that, even though something pretty simple, is something that may make you feel that way. Yeah. Right. Why is she trying to project? Right. But it's not even with an, any ill intentions or anything like that. But in a situation like that, it's clear for everyone. I will. I hope. Right. To be able to listen to that example and be like, yeah, I get it. You're not trying to keep that person from or discourage or like, you know, have them be affected by you saying, insinuating that they couldn't do that. thing, mm. Right. Because we're just talking about bungee jumping. Yeah. But now when we get into something that's like your hopes and your dreams and part of your journey and you were vulnerable enough to share this thing, would the same still apply? Or does because it involves such care and emotion, now we perceive it in a different way? But could it possibly still be the same energy as the bungee jump. Mm. 
I think there's always a possibility and that is obviously up to the discernment of the sharer, I guess, Mm -hmm. you know, because if this person is typically super supportive or, you know, always has my best interest, then that's one thing, but that's also Mm -hmm. part of the patterns, right? Seeing the patterns of the people around you and that part, you know, that awareness of not only your internal world, but how your internal world is playing itself out in the outer world, right? Because we are projecting it because we notice different things, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's not because we are projecting multiple different realities into the world, it's that we are noticing what we know, like notices like, right? So if the thing Ooh, that- That is so, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If the thing that attracts you to me, for example- is different from the thing that attracts someone else to me. Am I not both of those things? And instead you are noticing that you have that thing you like. That's why you see it in me because you already have it. Hmm. You know, so our perspective is so uh, confined by our experience and by our inner understanding of things. And I think that's why I love this ability to recognize patterns because I don't want to use the word deeper, but like more... I guess it is deeper, <laughs> but I'm thinking about depth in terms of like the, the fractal spiral going inward. Yeah. And well, I think it's safe to say, right. That the deep waters are inward. Yeah. Yeah. And I hmm. think, you know, things outside of us out external stimuli can kind of act as those like pebbles in the water little triggers here and there, right? This is the focal point now. This is the focal point here. Yeah. And I think, you know, in regards to the eclipse, if you want to know where you're, in particular, where it's hitting you, you should look at what house this Scorpio um, new moon is hitting for you, right? So, like, for me, it's in the 10th house. So that is reputation, uh, professional Mm. things, career And a lot of the discussions that I had yesterday with my husband were, you don't share things because you don't want to be perceived, you don't want to upset people. So you don't want to be perceived as upsetting people. Not because uh, I'm a people pleaser and I want everyone to love me, but because historically, if I did not say something that pleased an authority figure, I got in trouble. And sometimes that was physically, sometimes that was verbally, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so this need to be seen as generally helpful and generally kind hearted with good intentions, although it may be true, it was a protective mechanism. And now I'm in a space where I have had trouble calling people out in my life for hurting me because, or, or for saying things that even though they were my truth, they weren't going to be received well by this person. And instead I would forego that because I wanted to protect the image of me versus myself and what's more important. Scorpio is in my drum roll, please. 12th house. Oh, (laughs) all right. Yeah. So, and it's very interesting. Like, so yesterday, the reason why I was so emotional is because I thought, you know, I have my shit together. Okay. So like these energies, it's just going to catapult me into greatness, but nothing's going to be deep 
and <laughs> pop up for me, okay? Yeah. And it wasn't even by 10 a.m. it hit me. <laughs> by 10 a.m. it hit me. And I was just like, oh God, I knew it was gonna come and get me because like something is going to pop up, right? Because mm-hmm. we're we're forever changing. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Right. Well, we are forever changing. Right. But then evolving is probably a better word. Right. Hopefully the evolving. Right. To ascend into our baddest, highest self. Um, So, of course, things are always going to pop up. Right. Um, My prayer is always for courage. Right. I, I don't like to ask for much, you know, the work that I have to do on my own, you know, inner child stuff. I don't like to ask for things. Right. But even my prayers always for it's always to have the courage for the things. Yeah. Right. Always protection. Please protect. And I'm doing these things to protect me too. Right. Because as above, so below. So even though you're asking for protection, pr- protect yourself too. Like it's not just, you know, you got to do your part as well. Um, so things are always going to come up and I always pray for courage to be able to, uh, see them as clear as possible to be able to work on it and grow, you know, to the next level. Uh, cause we need courage for that, you know, and to, when you're courageous, you have to be willing to make mistakes. You're in, in these patterns, you have to be willing to see what yours are, not just yeah. other people's. Right. Um, how do you participate in the thing? Think that you know that you're in a very good place um, on this earth if you every time that there's some type of issue or concern that comes up for you, that regardless of, you know, once you go through, you know, the waves of emotions and all the things, it always has to circle back to self. Because that's the only thing that we technically can control. And then you make your choices based on that. Um, if the lessons are contingent to another person doing a thing. I think that might be leaving it up to chance a little bit too much. Right. And when you come and see it's been 15 years, (laughs) you're like, Oh my (laughs) God, I'm still waiting. Right. Um, And life goes by pretty fast, you know, to kind of leave it up to another person that you don't really fully know at a hundred percent. Yeah. They don't even know themselves quite just yet. And, it's a lot of know, pressure. Why why is that the pattern too of of wanting to leave something to someone else, right? Like because that's a pattern in my life for sure. I I I always have this or I I am used to having this feeling of waiting for someone and and being annoyed by it the entire time and being like, "Well, why am I waiting for you? Why am I waiting for for this to happen because you're supposed to help, you know, you said you were going to help me with this and now I'm waiting on it." Mhm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is it because I don't think that I can take care of myself? Is it because I think that... Which you know you can. Yeah. Which you know I mean, you can and you have been, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. what is this thing? Yeah. And it's really um, an interesting space to be in. Like, everything you were talking about, about, you know, what you ask for when you pray is such a, a 12th house thing right so it's tra- it's transiting like you're talking about where it's transiting for you exactly without you know looking it up but it's all subconscious it's all your spirit your connection to spiritual spirituality and isolation and like what is this time of isolation brought for mm-hmm. you and what have you learned in it and do you need more of it or do you need less of it 
Yeah. You know, and it's, it's a, it's a really interesting house to have this big thing happen in because then let's say, you know, when the, when the Taurus full moon comes up, then it'll be transiting theoretically your sixth house, right? Which is daily routine. So how mm -hmm. is it, how has this work subconsciously, how is it going to affect your day to day? For the best. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> For the best possible outcome ever. Yeah, no, I'm very, um, um, you know, we talked about surrender, right? You have to be able to surrender to all these things, right? And that's mm -hmm. why I pray for the courage, right? Because we don't know what that is. Yeah. Right? I thought I was good. And it's like, watch, I'm just going to be nice and witchy and manifest and bring all these good things. And then it was like, oh, God, right in the heart. Like, yeah. what is happening? That's a thing still? What? I didn't even know that that was a thing. It's right? It's so funny. Um, because that comes up too, right? So it's like, like let's say, like, um, like the layers to it, right? The, mm. the the things that affect the way that you react and you feel and triggered and all that is like all on the top, and then out on the bottom are all these things that you're like, I didn't even. What is that? I didn't even know what that was. And isn't that the real work, right? We get so well, not we, but you know, you know, people who get so caught up in the aesthetics of it and the manifesting and the, you know, bringing good things to you. And that's all real stuff. But, you know, nobody talks about the road that you have to travel to get there. And a lot of the times it's this undoing, this having to unravel yourself so you can mm -hmm. detangle all these weird ideas and, and implanted notions from things society, you didn't agree family. to. Yeah. yeah. Things you didn't agree to. Exactly. And like, Ooh, oh, gosh, that just hit. Be like, I never agreed to this. Like, yeah. Why is this here? Why Look is this that? here? Yeah. And who put it there? And when yeah. did it happen? Right? Because it. And it then you go be... back mm -hmm. to all the choices and things you said or didn't do based on something that you didn't even agree to. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. And how many people just continue to live their lives there from that space of, well, I didn't agree to this, but it's the path I'm on. It's so. just the way that I am. Exactly. I don't yeah. mean to make it a male voice, but like, you know, pretend it's a, <laughs> a deep voice woman. Okay. Like just, but you know, it's just, just the way that I am, uh, you know, which is it really? Is it really? Mm -hmm. and Did is you it agree you to be? all of that? Yeah. Yeah. And that takes courage. Right. So that's why that's usually, that's usually my prayer because um, you need to be courageous even just to see the truth in another person, right? And, and not when it's like a blatant disrespect, right? I think I'm, um, <laughs> I'm very, my, my toxic deep trait is like, make sure you like stab me in the heart and throw me on the floor dramatically for me to understand. <laughs> <laughs> that that this is not for me or good for me, whatever it is, right? It's very, very dramatic, right? Um, yeah. Which I pray for the courage to be able to like, usually like, okay, so that, let's say in a romantic relationship or even with a friend and relationship period. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, the thing that ended is something that you saw like three weeks in. Yeah. And... If That's it's not, a, it, it, it's not going to be a hundred, but I'm sure that it's a high percentage, right? So like the courage to be able to not convince myself that I should give everyone a chance. 
on that third week mark to be like, let me continue on my journey. And if it's more me, it's fine. Um, which yeah. you still have to be careful about because we don't want to throw everybody away. You know, all the things, right? There's a balance to it all. Um, there was, I think it was Amber's September reading or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, where she said, she mentioned in the Taurus reading, um, this like system that you have set up where you uh, have a test that everyone must pass. Mm. But what you fail to realize is that like, what if they pass the test, but they're not, if you have a test, then there's people that are going to pass, but that doesn't mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that they're like the person or that they're cool because they passed. They just passed. Yeah. So <laughs> why do we have this test rather than like really like participating in like the scanning of whatever this thing is that should or should not be mm-hmm. in your life? Well, I think, you know, um, logically, the first thing that comes to mind is it's an, it's a a way that you can not take responsibility for not involving that person in your life. They failed the test. Oh, well, it's not, those are the rules. Yeah. No exceptions. And I can relate to that too. But you know, for me, it's more of like a watchful thing. And I've learned to have a few specific red flags now. Okay. Whereas before I kind of just used to mold myself to what people wanted because I didn't know what else to do. My, my people pleasing in my family unit was always so well received. And in the school unit was always so well received that, you know, I was just like, well, this is what works. Uh, and then I would realize like, oh man, actually this person and I are not compatible and mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. don't have my best interest at heart. And so the test for me is, is I relate, I do test people, I think, but not in it's more of an observational exam, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like if I notice that you're the kind of person who would, um, you know, uh, uh, leave someone stranded somewhere. Mm-mm. Yeah. Can't trust you. Yeah. You know? and, That's uh, always been a thing that we've mentioned, right? Where it's just kind of like we all live together. Yes. You know, which is, you know, just tribe, you know, community, you know, that um, it's important to have. Yeah. If we, if we're going out together, we're leaving together. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, it, but non-negotiables. Exactly. And things like that. So, so what are the, and I think those for me are more representative of values, right? So Taurus. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Deep waters to be able to go through all the mucky mess things that are that exist unbeknownst to you things that have been uploaded to your hard drive that, that you didn't agree to mm-hmm. all those kind of things right and the courage to be able to see it for what it is so that you can come up make it all the way through put the make the necessary adjustments through November 7th 8th Mm-hmm. And then that day you bloom and you have a new set of values and discipline and things that you're going to stubbornly stick to, to get to the next level. <laughs> and the effects we'll really see in six months. Um, 
So, you know, a lot it's of like it, a petition that you're putting in between, right? Yeah. You have until the 8th to <laughs> submit your petition. And I think, you know, uh, a, a lot of where people get lost on events like this in astrology is they think that it's going to be like an immediate thing. Like I'm changed. I'm a new person. But we don't realize what small decisions change us fundamentally. Correct. You know, like I decided to, uh, instead of keeping my mouth shut when my mom said such and such to me, I just told her, you know, I don't appreciate being spoken to like that. This is an example. But that could change your life forever, that one sentence. So it's not always this earth shattering, like, you know, my car caught fire and blew up kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. It's, it's what what the changes we implement no matter how small how they affect the trajectory of our future and i think a lot of it that i'm trying what i'm trying to really embody now is the person i want to be how would she respond to this you know i get a text that i don't like and i know what i want to say <laughs> but mm -hmm. i don't know what she wants to say the version of me that is who i am trying to or is who i know i am and what conditioning do I need to release to be me most authentically? Because I think we think of becoming and evolving as adding on to ourselves. But really, it's shedding all the stuff mm -hmm. that is not ours. That's other mm -hmm. people's. Yeah. So it's like destroy in order to rebuild. Exactly. This like can, and, and I think that's why this Scorpio death rebirth. <laughs> exactly. The death yeah. part. This yeah. death rebirth thing. Um, there are so many little deaths on this journey because there's so much we got to get rid of, right? So like you could look at every, every version of you that had a different behavior as a different you, you know, the version of me who used to blow up at this person when they would say this to me, you know, and, um, realizing that it is the smallest things it's the little things i think a lot of people are always like well you know the earth didn't fall apart on this eclipse day like you said it would and it's like nobody said that but internally did you not change something did you not see something and maybe you didn't i don't know <laughs> and sometimes it's not now exactly i think that there's a, you know that it has happened with me directly when someone has told me something and I forgot about it or so mm -hmm. I thought, right? And now it's like six years later. And then it's like, oh my God, that thing, right? And I think that that's why it's important to be able to say the thing, right? Because it's not up to us to control, right? The, the giver of the message and the receiver of the message, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's not up to either of them to figure out if and when this will resonate or apply to your life or improve it or affect it or whatever it may be. Yeah. Right. Um, so knowing that it's also like, you know, it was stupid what I did and they called me stupid when I was seven. Mm. And like, I never knew how I, I know it made me feel a certain way then, but like, that's why I'm always ready to like fight anybody that says that's stupid or maybe now I'm fixated on making sure that everything that I do is the best that in the best way that it can be done and that I am just like top tier and I do everything as precise as a Virgo because nobody's ever going to call me stupid again. Yeah. 
right? Because it's not, sometimes it's not angry. Angry is probably one of the lowest, angry, oh, I'm angry, you call me stupid, right? Mm -hmm. But like these things manifest in very different ways, right? So then those are the patterns that you have. So now it's not a straight shot. Oh, they call me stupid, I got angry, and I'm just an angry person, right? It's sometimes it's not that simple. It manifests in different ways and things that for a certain amount of our life, we might have been proud of. Yeah. Or happy with. That's the most interesting <laughs> part, right? Because it gets us to the result that we want, so we think it's good for us. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, I was I, proud of survival mode one time, and then I realized, yeah. and then now I had to go. Oh my god, I can't believe I used to say that. Yeah, oops, like it's motivating, <laughs> it, or that it's motivating mm -hmm. to be like in survival mode because, like, I don't care about people. What do you mean you're gonna see? I don't really care what anybody thinks. And then when I realized that I do care what everybody thinks, I was like, oh my God. Like, you know what I'm saying? All these yeah. things that get revealed, which are also part of you. Mm -hmm. So don't treat it like a Monday because it's still part of you. I think things want to be recognized no matter what, right? Even yeah. the things that we don't want to, it's all part of you. So, you know, be gentle with it. Yeah, and it's it's did its job to hear. Exactly. It's done what it what you needed at the time. Just cuz you need to rework it as the manager of your things. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's bad. Because if it was totally useless, you wouldn't do it. Yeah. And now we're here. So like that's a good thing at least, you know, and yeah, it's very and that goes into the grace part that we were talking about, right? You have to be give yourself some grace right to like feel like a kid again right and not like in a playful way but like vulnerable and like sitting alone in an open space yeah or sitting in like the bottom of the ocean in the darkness right you have to give yourself grace where it's like it's okay to be scared it's okay it's real dark down here yeah and is it vulnerable like what makes vulnerability different from openness is it just the fear factor you know, because if I'm yeah, I think vulnerable implies that like it's scary. Exactly. In some way, maybe openness is a better word, right? Well, you know, because or in the moment it is scary. You know, um, there are moments where I've been super vulnerable on the internet, which you know, for a person who doesn't share their feelings a lot, that's very vulnerable for me to just share my emotions. And thank you. Oh, we gosh. appreciate that. <laughs> you know, we you know we appreciate that. I, and then it's like it's not just you, me too. <laughs> but that's why I that's why I do it too, right? Because there's this part of me that's so desperately like wants to connect with people and wants mm -hmm. to feel loved for my existence, not for what I can do. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's the that's a big cross that I have to bear too, because I've been super conditioned from childhood to be useful. And my love, my the loving attention that I got was when I was able to be of use, not necessarily because I exist. Mm -hmm. And so to sit in that vulnerable space and for people to say, like, you know, we totally relate to this or this is exactly what I went through or even better, you helped me understand this when I didn't. That is like, I love that. Because mm -hmm. I needed that and I want to be what I needed. Yeah. 
you know and you definitely are that like and I know that you hear this all the time right but I consider myself to be special (laughs) (laughs) and I really like the even yesterday after our conversation and you know that you went and you posted and you were like when I thought I wasn't inspired to write look at what poured out right Mm -hmm. and I'm like reading through and I'm like that's exactly what I was thinking and kind of said but look at the way that you said it (laughs) oh gosh you know and I know that it may thank you not be something that you're used to to hear this because I know that deep inside you feel that way like you know you're bad come on man you'd be like yeah that's some badass shit here you go update right or post whatever you press right I know that you know that but then after you send it you're just like Okay, now I'm not controlling that anymore. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then we receive it and it's just like, and then you get all of these reactions, right? And and it's nothing but like connecting to and like, it's like giving a voice, right? Those of us that have the gift of being able to speak and write mm-hmm. and, and be kind of like the interpreter of my... You, I'm, I'm the observer and now I'm interpreting it, th- interpreting this through whatever I choose to be my art. Mm. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, this feeling that exactly. That's what I meant. That's what I say. I say this all the time, whatever the case may be, you know, and I think now more than ever in the age of Aquarius, we're really obligated that if we are those, everybody has a gift. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. Right. But like a gift that actually is some is being not just like, you know, in my home with my children or whatever the case may be, but more for like the collective on a higher level. It's an obligation. Oh, God, the pressure. Yes. And it's not I think, you know, reframe to reframe obligation there. I don't think it's an obligation because you owe it to the world. I think it's Mm -hmm. an obligation because you owe it to yourself out of you out it has to come out of you yeah and you choose to do that in you know your way like when I write something and I like it and I I feel it when I like it I feel like oh I love the way I worded that or that's I conveyed what I felt as closely as I could with these words you know what I mean because sometimes there's this thing where it's like I feel like this but not exactly like this I just don't have the words Mm -hmm. so when I write something and I feel like yeah I I'm conveying my feeling as best as these words can allow I get that jolt of energy and then it's like, all right, you have to share it. Not, not for everybody to praise you, which I appreciate. I mean, I've never gotten praise in this way for my words before. So I, it's really truly an amazing experience for someone to say like, this is exactly what I think, or, you know, the way you said that was so beautiful or Mm -hmm. for someone to like screenshot a caption I wrote, that is wild to me Mm -hmm. and amazing. And I love it. And and I'm so grateful for it, but also I have to, where, where the art comes in my mind is that I'm doing it because I have to, mm-hmm. there, there's no question of yeah. whether I should or shouldn't. Although there are moments where I think maybe I should take that down or maybe I didn't, whatever, or what will people think? But that's conditioning. That's not me. Correct. And, it's all uh, part of the way society is, right? Even like yeah. what is unique to us in our experience in our family, childhood, growing up, high school, all of it is a reflection of the society 
that we most of us well everybody I think everyone in some way shape or form is aware of is not working yes <laughs> and is, is, is conditioning <laughs> us to like it's it's bleeding into <laughs> it's bleeding into all of it into everything you know what I mean and um what side are you on that's a big 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 deal for me right mm especially nowadays, right? Yeah. A non-negotiable for me is a wishy-washy person. Mm. And I'm saying person to not say a really bad word. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Because like, that's the word that you deserve when you're wishy-washy. It's okay for you not to know. And how harsh does it sound for somebody to be like, black or white? And I mean that in no way, shape, or form, like yeah. for real, black and white. But like, you know, yes or no, the 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 one side or another, um, I have always, and I think that I started to gain a lot of karma that turned into harsh experiences when I thought that I was being a little bit too harsh mm. by saying, is it yes or is it no? Mm -hmm. Right. Because I really didn't like too many wishy washy people in my life. And the moment that I was like, no, you're being mean, you shouldn't. <laughs> then, you know, all these things transpired. But I think that now more than ever, it's important to figure out if it's yes or no. What side are you on? Um, and certain it's big okay things. If, yeah. Yeah. If you might be on the wrong side. Right. But like. We need to talk about the sides and then figure out, but like, don't pretend that you're not on any side of anything yeah. because I think that everybody has an opinion about something in some way, shape or form. Of course, we're not going to, you know, just throw up all over the place for every thought that we have, but like, you know, an important things just kind of like, you know, our environment and like, you know, why, what we're here for and all those kind of things. It's super important because if not, then like you're part of, what keeps it going exactly exactly um and i think i i definitely agree with the with that feeling of okay there are certain groups of people that i don't even want to say groups because i don't want to be divisive in that way but mm -hmm. there are certain traits that a person can have where i don't feel safe around you and i feel like you're a liability and i use that word a lot i've been using it a lot for the past two years i think it's very it's still the best word that i can think of but mm -hmm. You know, um, I really resonate with rebellious energy. And so blind compliance of anything, right? Like it really doesn't matter what it is. But if you just blindly listen to an authority and say, yep, I'm doing it. I'm going to follow what they told me to do. That is already like, mm, I don't know about this person. I don't know if I should yeah. become invested because... Again, and maybe it's dramatic, but I see a scenario down the line where I really don't. You could dime me out <laughs> to an authority anytime. <laughs> She's upstairs. And maybe it's exactly. And maybe it's a city thing because we both grew up in cities and we both had to have that like mm -hmm. who's a snitch and who's not a snitch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perfect you know, and, work. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I think that's the energy that I'm trying to stay away from. I think that in terms of ideology, I'm like you don't have to be like a gangster. Yeah. To be able to speak that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing. You might not completely be right, but like, I need you to at least be okay with being wrong. So then we have somewhere to, some, somewhere to start from. Well, and I need you to have like, uh, I, I like to be around people who their way of being is thought out and there is a methodology that they understand about themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, because, just because, mm-hmm. 
I am this way because of this. Yeah. Or I choose to be this way because of this. If you're a, that's just the way I've always been kind of person. You can continue to be that way without me there because I can't, can't do that. Because like we were saying earlier, what you're really saying is that's the way it is. So you have to deal with it. Yeah. And like, no. And the pattern of that. Exactly. You have to have, you know, give people the benefit of the doubt. I think it's important. But then also the longer that people, well, not even how long, because it could be a one in one week. People could do, you know, someone can do eight different horrible things. Right. If, if you allow them. Right. So it's about being able to see those patterns so that you can see. But like they're never excited when I tell them I recorded a podcast. Yeah. That's and like and I tell them and like they've never listened to it. Mm hmm. So, like, to me, if someone is not supporting me, there's people that don't like me that listen to my shit, okay? That is the, <laughs> that is the biggest piece so, of truth ever. So, if there's people out here that don't like me and they're listening to my podcast, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you, how, you, how do you want me to not be upset that you don't, I don't care about your attention span. Okay, get it together because it's support. At least hate is energy. (laughs) Exactly. You're giving me nothing. Yes, yes, yes. So this is um, what I say, too. I don't hate anyone, but I nothing a lot of people. And I think that that's probably more painful. Right. (sighs) Like if someone says something dumb to me and I ignore them, they're just going to implode. Right. Because they expect my engagement. I um, I don't. I I definitely follow that. And also, um, if I don't have anything nice to say, then I just won't say nothing. It's just why. Because you know? I have I have you know, I have venom in the tips of my horns. Okay. And tell me about it. <laughs> if I if I go in, because I've been observing you the whole time that we've been cool, right? Mm. And if now you've done a thing to me. Yep. I don't I've evolved to the point where it's just like it's better that we just don't because like I know where I could go and that's not right. It's not always necessary. It's really not. Like yeah. even when it's necessary I go overboard. <laughs> because it feels once you're on a roll though it feels I mean I'm not going to lie it feels so good. You're going to remember this. Oof. And people are going to be like that was so wrong but the way that she worded that <laughs> Yeah, it was just amazing. I can't believe it. Well, she's not completely wrong, right? Whatever the case may be, like it's still going to be facts. It's going to be based on facts. You might not like it, but it's still going to be facts. I'm going to make anything up. I'm going to tell you stuff that I know about you that you don't know about yourself. And again, protective mechanism, right? Why did you have to develop that skill? Mm-hmm. You had to develop it for a reason. Yeah. And I developed that same skill and I had to for a reason. And I, uh, my parents are very... um they really thrive off of backhanded compliments. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. their that's their style of interaction. And so what that really taught me was to have a quick wit. So I <laughs> <laughs> Which is part of growing up in the hood too. Like you have to be. Yeah, yeah, you have to be. Especially now. I don't even know how kids do it now. Like, cause at least I got clowned and there was nobody recording me. But now <laughs> Or like imagine like growing up like late teens, early twenties. And like oh. whatever you did or early 30s, right? The, what you did, imagine like 
my space was already a little bit too much, right? Because you were still putting some of your business out there. But oh, like, yeah. it was worse even the years before that. So like, I can't even imagine if like, things that I did or said would have been recorded and like posted, you know, like uploaded into the internet for, you know, the rest of life. Yeah, especially when I'm, I change my mind a lot. Yeah. I think that, you know, that's why I was saying I don't really care about the person's specific ideology. I care more about do you have a code? Do you have a moral compass that you follow? Or are you just kind of like floating in the wind? I don't have a compass. What's the compass? Like everybody has a compass. Let's establish (laughs) that, right? Everybody has a compass and like it might be pointing the wrong direction and that's fine, right? But like we need to acknowledge that we have a compass first to know that Mm -hmm. possibly we'd have to like tune it and learn how to read it. Yeah. It's right and that's why it's important to be able to give ourselves grace to be able to be all of those things right wrong and everything that falls in between is very important right because like we're already kind of like you know fighting against everything that happened in the outer right Mm -hmm. so in the inner we have to make sure that we're loving and gentle the way that we would with be with like the person that we love the most we do it with people that don't deserve it yeah you know, in in uh, the exchange of possibly hurting us, and they may. So why don't we do that for ourselves on a constant basis, right? Um, not to the point of, like, pity, right? But, like, allow yourself to be able to make mistakes. And um, it's super important, right, to be able to extend that grace to ourselves. Because we don't need any more deepness. Right. And it's part of values. Right. Going into the Taurus thing. It's just like these the this is what we have to navigate to figure out when we come up. What are our values? Right. That are going to bring us happiness and luxury and all the things that we deserve in life. Mm -hmm. Like out here. And it does require grace because you don't grow without making a mistake. So to assume that we have the capability of just being perfect right out the gate forever and ever, it's like, all right, you ever play a video game where you have the cheat code and then it's not fun anymore? Mm-hmm. We can't come here knowing at all. If not, we wouldn't come. Yeah, we just skipped like three worlds and now I don't know what they look like. Yeah. And now I don't get to experience the little things, the, the you know, delicious first taste of ice cream or all these scents, because that's where I think it is too, like... The, um, so you mentioned earlier that I posted a set of tweets uh, inspired by our conversation, and I did. Mm-hmm. And it was an exploration for me of the Taurus-Scorpio axis. Mm-hmm. And I firmly believe that, you know, we, co- we are spirits having a human experience. And we come to have this human experience because in this physical realm, we can experience sensation because we have a body here. Mm-hmm. Whereas when we're just, you know, part of the ether and star stuff... You can't really smell anything, theoretically. So imagine we're coming here to experience these sensations from the highest highs to the lowest lows. You know, we can't live too much in this ethereal space because at what point are we ignoring the world and why? You know, and Taurus is this grounded reminder of like, hey, there's a lot of cool stuff here, you know, like, yes, that depth is is also interesting and it's helping you, but it's supposed to be helping you get to me better, get to experience me better. Yeah. Not so that you could be paralyzed in the water. 
so that you can bring back your knowledge that you learned in the water to the earth so that you could enjoy it even more. Right. You ever had like, um, like a close call in the car, mm-hmm. right. And you get out of the car and, <laughs> and your meal tasted way better than it ever would have. Cause you're like, yeah, you're like, that was it. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, you know, we're experiencing this, this depth and heaviness and, and intensity in these waters so that we can experience an equal and opposite amount of bliss on earth. Yeah. And don't get too caught up on the worldly things Mm. that you forget your spirit. Yeah. And like, you know, what you need to, and the work that you need to do to ascend, ascend to wherever you believe that you're going or not. Right. Exactly. Um, Cool. Yeah. I think that's it right there. I think that's it right there. That's exactly the, and it's going to be different, right? For everyone. So it doesn't mean that it's exactly this. It might be one way or another, right? Mm -hmm. To be able, but I think that the most important thing is like the balance between those two there. Right. And it's not any, something that like you're just going to start or is going to be passing or just a small experience. I think this is kind of like a catapult to like some to to um, either confirming or renegotiating what your non-negotiables are. Mm, yeah. With the new contracts that you wrote for yourself. Right. That you were so excited to sign. Yeah. They were like tab, tab, tabby. Are you sure? Yo, look, this, 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 and this. And you said, you were hitting your chest. And you said, where do I sign? Hand me the pen. <laughs> now. And like you threw yourself into the abyss before they even said go. We were excited about yeah. this that we signed up for. And now we're looking, <laughs> we're looking at ourselves going, why are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you want this? Yeah. Why are you crying like this? You're going to do it again. Oh my God. Right. So yeah. many different things. Right. So I joke um, that I came here just to experience ice cream. That's the joke really? that I always, I, I love ice. Oh my God. I love ice cream. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a movie. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like a movie. Like all she wanted was ice cream. And then like everything that you encountered. And I didn't even look at the fine print. Oh, you're going to be there for the apocalypse. And- right. Wait, did you say that there's going to be ice cream? Count yeah. me in, baby. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Um, okay. So I'm, a, I'm in a little bit of a a fix right now. I get hyper fixated on things. So mm-hmm. my my favorite ice cream right now. So in, when I grew up in New York, uh, there was no church's chicken available. I didn't even know what that was. Here, there is a church's chicken. Mm-hmm. And they have like a $1.25 ice cream cone. And when I tell you, this is the most creamy tasting vanilla ice cream I've ever had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what chemicals in it, but right now it's my favorite ice cream. Balance though, right? I try to avoid all the chemicals, but sometimes you have the chemical. And I have a church's chicken like maybe a couple blocks away do and you? my favorite flavor is vanilla oh i thought you were saying you do too i was like go get one no i'm gonna go get one yeah but my favorite flavor is vanilla did i say color flavor is vanilla <laughs> <laughs> um and it's not too far so i'm gonna have to go get one i'll probably go get one with the kids and they'll be like this is so great i'm telling and you. we'll take a picture and we'll tag you because yes. that's how we do nowadays it's on so the good. internet. Um, 
but yeah my favorite is uh vanilla i'm very simple or if not like strawberry no chocolate really real chocolate but not like chocolate i'm not a sweet person i'm a savory person uh so um you know what i mean like keep it simple possibly because of that um unless i'm in the mood uh you know to have like something that but usually it's something like caramel caramelly nutty Mm. you know something along those lines like i'm never going to you know try like coconut mango Eh, maybe maybe i'll try yours but I wouldn't get it for me. I'll yeah. be there with like my vanilla. Right? That's so and- funny. I was just going to give you a recommendation <laughs> for, <laughs> for a mango thing. <laughs> so what, wait, what is it? If um, it's man- is it mixed with something? If it's just mango, I might do it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a homemade thing. So there's been a few days that have, I've been here that it's been super hot, but uh-huh. I didn't have like a cold snack. And when it's hot, I need something cold. Doesn't, it, could be, it could literally be ice because um, mm-hmm. I, I, I run hot internally so i'm always Mm -hmm. having cold things cold drinks and i know that some people like in ayurveda say that's not good but i just run hot um and so what i did was you know those like um back in the day they would have those shaved ice things oh my god what do we call we call them limbes no not no is it the shaved it it isn't it's kind of like a little frio we call it here frio frio Okay, yes. Yeah, in the Dominican Republic, they call it a frio frio, where they scrape with the metal thing. Yes. And then put yeah, and stuff it into the little ass hospital water. Exactly. So dispenser cup. <laughs> I've been using my the my blender, the Vitamix, to blend up like pulverized ice and then throw fresh mango mm. in. So I make like a mango ice with a little bit of sweetened condensed milk drizzled on top. It is like mango ice cream. It's so good. I would try that. I would try that. I implore you to try it. Can you make a video on how you make it? I will. I have to. I have a couple videos that I have to make. I have to upload my um, my curry goat that I made, and that too, girl. It was so good. Yum. <laughs> you it see balance, awesome. right? Because it's like you know, you hit us with the one two, and then be like curry goat. What? What is happening right now? What's the recipe? You're like, I'll make a video. Like, we want to know that shit looks good. <laughs> I Because you know you'll that. be upset. Can you imagine? You're like, curry go. And like, no one says anything. What do you feel? <laughs> Why would nobody want this? It's the best. So, I know. But so yeah, it looks so good. So that's, you know, and we need ideas. Because cooking gets boring. Yeah, no. And people don't really know that I, there's a lot of things people don't know about me. Because, you know, this page, like I said, I have this weird relationship with perception and, and reputation so initially they at was, tabby luna at tabby luna at tabby luna is, on instagram thank you thank you um follow me if you want don't feel pressured I'm gonna want to i'm at a point <laughs> in my life tabby i'm at a point in my life that like if i'm like you know i'll say like oh tabby you don't follow Do you know who tabby is you don't know tabby you need to follow here hold Stop on let me it. tell you you need Stop to it. of course because it's like now we're not like we're at a point where now we're having like conversations mm. about the things. Like I think that you fail to understand how many conversations you have sparked amongst the people because of what you post. You know what I'm saying? So like whenever you're just like, uh, this or that is conversations. And it gives us the ones with like, you know, everything is corrupt, toxic trait. Yeah. More content to be able to hit hit you need you need another one because like we have to, right? We're like uh your assistants right how i was talking about all these ideas right and if i had uh-huh. assistants they would just execute so like consider me an assistant 
of when you post something, I go ahead and I absorb and then here I go spitting it out so that it can continue. Oh my gosh. Because that's you know, what happens. That that just blew my mind because I really do to my detriment and maybe it's a protective mechanism because being seen is a new thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think I just post things in a vacuum and nobody talks about it and nobody says a thing. And so when you said you failed to realize that it sparks conversation in my mind, I was like, yeah, I do fail to realize that. <laughs> You're right. I'm actively rejecting that. <laughs> no, you know how many conversations, um, how many people you have made look, you know, a lot more intelligent mm. and a lot more well-versed and, you know, to be able to correct people when they say certain things where it's like, actually, no. Right. Yeah. Um, to be, it, it continues. It doesn't stay there or it doesn't stay with just that follower. Right. And as much as we might, um, not be in agreement with everything when it comes down to like, you know, all the new techie things and mm. all of that. Like, you know, this is the balance. It's the balance. You know, you really opened my eyes to something that I think I needed to see. And it's really um, apt for this eclipse, like this, this reputation thing, this how I'm seeing thing, because there are times that I post things and I think, why am I wasting my time with this? Like, I don't make not one 50 cents on this, you know? Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> and there is this Capricorn part of me that's like, if it's not making you money, then it's not important, Oof. you know? Which mm-hmm. is not true because from this, I have made so many connections with people that I never would have spoken to before. And like, it's, um, I have to, it's a really good uh, uh, test in seeing my self-worth and also not tying my self-worth to what I do, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not a job. I do this for fun. And and when I started adding captions, because at first I used to just post the videos and leave it alone. And then I started slowly adding captions. And once people resonated with that, I was like, wait. It's more of you. Yeah. It, it more slowly became more of me. And, yeah. and I, you know, for a long time, I thought, well, people aren't going to like that because that's not what they're here for. And, you know, I'm sure some people don't. <laughs> but Oh, my God. But am I, this is, and this is the thing, right? Like, I'm a Taurus. And you know that if you ever want to figure something out or you can't find it or you have tried everything mm. and still can't figure it out, you reach out to your Taurus friend. Because there's a show about the skills that we have on Netflix called You, mm. right? And I believe he should be a Taurus, right? Because, like, maybe, you know, not all of the details, but the whole, like, we're going to figure it out. Yeah. His name is <laughs> Michael Thomas, okay? Just, how'd you find it? Don't worry about it. Call me Joe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was, like, you know how you'll see, you'll post something and then it'll show a person and then the amount of people that have liked it. Yeah. And please correct me if I am wrong because we both love Cleo soul. Yes. And I swear to love you, her. if I don't think that I, if, if I, I don't think I am wrong that you posted something one day and I saw that cause I follow Cleo soul cause she's, she's my best friend without her knowing. Listen, and everyone should. Therapy. Your music is therapy. Oh my and god, vulnerability and authenticity and like, how do you know? Yeah, what is going on and well, what I need in my life? She's such a big musical inspiration for me. Beautiful. There's something in her voice that is so just. It is a feeling. 
Do you know I, what I mean? T- when Spotify says end of year songs of 2022, <laughs> <laughs> if there is like a top 10, the top nine are probably all going to be Cleo soul songs because I do not get tired. I cannot stop. No, I don't care what the mood is. It is appropriate every single time. Yes. And there is not one person that I have put onto Cleo soul. That is not like, what have you done to me? Who is this magical being? Matt, pure magic. So then the post was there. (laughs) So then I see the post tabby. And it listed the a person that liked it and then the number of people that liked it. Mm-hmm. And it happens to be that the person that it that that was there as the liker of this post was Cleoso. <laughs> it was Cleoso Tabby. Girl, you're and I, rem- <laughs> I remember that I was like, do you know that fucking Cleoso follows Tabby? <laughs> I was like, probably more excited than you okay like I don't even know I was like oh my god this is the best because it's just confirmation that I am on the right path okay (gasps) I just need to say that it's (laughs) thank you for that I I'm (laughs) I'm like thank you for my excitement thank (laughs) you so much (laughs) no that excitement makes me excited too because there's always this part of me that's like you know don't get a big head you know yeah because Cleo soul might be inspired by one of your posts to write a song what is happening right now do you know that we live in a world where Cleo soul follows tabby luna and tabby luna will one day post something that will inspire Cleo soul not just to make a song for herself but to go with salt and like take the whole crew and create a revolutionary song. I am choosing to step into that universe with you because I never even considered that. Again, this perception thing, like there is a part of me that truly believes I'm invisible and that I like people just think I'm some kind of like AI posting things and that I don't actually exist as a person because you do not, you, you, you are not correct (laughs) and you do and you do. And I have no problem with gassing you up every fucking time to tell you how great you are thank you and how much i appreciate what you post as so many other people agree as well you know i I, what i love about (laughs) what i love about it is like damn there are people who are interested in the same uh like umbrella of things that i am because you know i don't post all the same themes sometimes it's a meme sprinkled in with something horrific <laughs> i just i just need it to be chaos because that's how it all is to me it's just all chaos so it's like you know here's a video um an informative video about a historical genocide and then right after that is like a cat falling off a table like <laughs> i don't know it's just- you got but it's just you got it i mean the algorithm of the tribe okay like that's just it's great because like don't hit me that hard just a little yeah. Or, or just like, you know, here's a cleanser after all that. Mm-hmm. I apologize for being the bearer of bad news, but here's a cat. Yeah. <laughs> the bear of the truth. Okay. Yeah. Bad and good is so relative, isn't it? Uh, it, sh- Girl, I mean, 
How would bad feel? Yeah. Um, you know what? I really like that. I'm going to start saying that. Yeah. I think that if you look at things like that, that has helped me so much. Where it's just like, can you imagine how the bully feels that like they went through all this crazy shit in their life. So Mm. then they chose to do these things and they did a thing to you. And now like you weren't able to ever sing again because of what they said. How would that bully feel if they knew that? that thing that they said that they probably don't even remember affected you in such a way, right? Even though it makes all the things valid, it doesn't make it like, it's in too deep. So we went down there to come bring it up because it's it's not that deep. And, you know, our world really thrives on this um, bad guy, good guy thing. All or nothing. Yeah, good or bad, red or blue, black or white. Yeah. And, you know, really, it's it's all a distraction in a lot of ways. Like, we have so much more in common than we think we do. Even people with completely opposite ideologies, we all have the same goals, don't we? Mm -hmm. To live a fulfilling, happy, relatively free life. And, you know, we are convinced that that means different things to different people. And so we allow those specifics to get between us when in reality the goal is what should be propelling us and i think you know i'm i'm hopeful in the way that i see these ideological shifts happening and these like you know what wait i'm not playing this game anymore right? i don't care what happens like whatever yeah i don't have to agree with you but we want the same things don't we mm-hmm. you know and i think that's really I think that that's a black and white, right? We all want the same things, don't we, right? First, we need to figure out what we want, and then we can go from there, right? Um, Right now, I think that there are people in figuring out what it is that they want, right? Which all, at the end, when you simplify it, is the same thing. But there's a lot of people in the middle. Mm, Definitely. That can't even tell you what they don't want. Yeah. And how tough must that be for them, right? Because now they have to either continue on this road of not knowing what they want and just going or stop and think, well, have I never been doing what I want? Mm -hmm. What have I been doing and why? And that's a crisis. You know, it happened to me recently where I'm like, did I do everything my parents said for me to do? Is that what I did? Really? And I claim to be rebellious, but I still followed by these, by this template because I didn't have any other. You know, so um, grace, grace for everyone. Right. Like even the people that I don't like right now, there's an essence in them that I love because it's me, Mm -hmm. you know, and and the outfit you're wearing by outfit. I mean, you know, personality, ideology. I might not like that outfit, but I still love you. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know. I don't know. Maybe that's the hope that propels me and keeps my head above those deep waters. Yeah. And you have to bring up what's down there to be able to at least start from somewhere. And I think that that's the most important part, right? That Mm. like the deep waters can feel (laughs) however they feel to you, right? An uncomfortable, right? Mm. A a different, right? Uh, We're going deep. What? I didn't know we were going down. We are now you surrender and you figure out what you need to bring up. And yeah. then based on what you like or don't like, then we're going to go ahead and figure out what's going to be on that petition. Mm. And you have until the 8th so that we can go ahead and move forward. 
Because it's the age of Aquarius. It's all new in a good way. It's going to feel familiar, but it's not all the same. It's going to be different, a different, you know, uh, like one of those choose your own adventure books. Mm -hmm. It's going to be different. My kids love those. They have Mm -hmm. them on Netflix where you choose what the next thing is. They're great. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, I think it's great. I appreciate you so much. I thank you for your time. And your conversation and your validation and confirmation um, and all the good things. You know, um, I just recommend that everyone follow Tabby Luna to get with the program or at least start, (laughs) you know, at least figure out what program you want to be on. Right. Um, And listen to Cleo Soul. Yes. You can feel better. And. It's just, listen, just all the things, you know, self-care, self-love, all the things, just do it with love for self, right? I think right now is like pick yourself season. And since we're all mirrors and we're all one, it's really all of our season. We're Mm -hmm. doing it as we do for ourselves. We're doing it for the collective. Um, As I've matured and grown in my journey, um, I've realized how important it is um, not to um, count on people to make me feel better or, or support me or inspire me or all of that. Yes, you could do those things, but like solely put this responsibility on another is not me being a good partner to you. This isn't a relationship or friendship, right? I believe in an even exchange. So at, it is our obligation to as slowly as we can to start working on ourselves and as selfish as that may sound it's for all of us yeah that was perfectly said thank you so much for chatting with me again this is always a pleasure yes it is i can't wait and you know let's share some more ideas and talk about the things right I, i hope this has definitely um conversation that needed to be had right for self and also now that we've had this conversation for self look at how it'll go to the collective and everybody you know start start where they have to start at and go from there so i appreciate you everyone listen to cleo's soul this is the best ever <laughs> um all that good stuff and i appreciate you and i'll talk to you and take care and um Let's keep each other updated and, you know, get the petition popping before the A. It's going to be a nice little journey um, between now and then. Let's see where it leads us. Yep. Grace, the show Grace along the way and surrender. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Peace out. Nice talking to you. Take care. Take care. Bye.